Hello, 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 Aphrodisians. Thank you for tuning in. I'm about to share a short story I wrote surrounding my desire to escape our reality, pandemic or not. I'm sure you will agree with me when I say it feels entrapping sometimes. A burning desire to transcend the human form and explore the intricacies of the universe. So, if you're with me, let's go. I need to get back. I kept repeating myself. When are they going to engineer tabs that are stable? I mumbled, resentfully searching for the batch of tabs that arrived a few days ago anyway. Everyone always got their tabs on Tuesdays. The delivery and optional sitter services were impeccable, there's no denying that. But I always thought it was just overcompensation for the lack of structure in the tabs. I hadn't met anyone who experienced these same issues, but then again, astral exploration was an invention that was very fresh to the mind and soul. People were hesitant, most afraid. What could you expect from a species that had progressed from bizarre concepts like religion and purposefully oppressing each other only 328 years ago? Despite the remnants of fear-mongering and what-ifs, there was a large collective of us who dived straight into it. Breathing in every atom and molecule of the known universe into our little human body vessels. Of course, it didn't take me long to indulge a bit too much in this new delicacy of the human experience. Even in its early stages, there was so much to appreciate, so many beings to connect with, so many sensations to experience. What's there to do but not indulge? Before the tabs began distribution, we were instructed on how to preserve, consume, and what to do for our aftercare. In the better stages, the curators travelled through realms far and wide, gathering crucial data which was used to enhance certain aspects of the tabs, and uploaded into the open source research study. The data gathered was then reflected in the user guide. This also became everyone's objective duty on the Earth realm. The ultimate destination is collating enough data to build and connect all consciousness to access it like a network, wherever you may be in the universe. Earth had already been connected. The power of digital and natural phenomena was merged into creating the ultimate network. We called it Simbit. Earth's innovation had evolved into a greater being in the past two centuries. Humans achieved more in 200 years than they did in a millennium. Few records show how and what they did during this time. But whatever happened after the solar flare, it surely pushed humanity into metamorphosis. After the Great Solar Flare in 2121, the people of Earth had to adapt in a revolutionary way. It was at the height of multiple pandemics, civil unrest, wars and destruction. 
Everyone was so caught up in the idea of a post-apocalyptic world that they didn't realise they were living through a man-made apocalypse. It's speculated that increased pandemic breakouts, violent natural disasters, and scarcity of natural resources forged humans into a state of empathy and compassion like never before. Living in survival mode came with its viciousness, but once everyone's struggle became the same, collective consciousness united. Things like class and racial division were ripped up by the roots and destroyed like the many hurricanes blitzing Earth. It was almost as if Mother Earth was forcing humans to unite. They didn't have any choice but to embrace compassion within themselves. There wasn't any room left for selfishness or egotistical motives. You either supported the ones around you, or you died. It was a fine balance between self-sufficiency and unity. Everyone was aware that they needed each other to survive. Evolution seemed to focus heavily on the physical traits of species, and massively lacked in considering the evolution of consciousness, feelings, and spirituality. Throughout time, people were awakening, breaking generational cycles that didn't serve them anymore, hosting indescribable feelings, tapping into psychic abilities. Every passing moment, gentle embrace, altruism, empathetic exchange, and traumatic event led to the evolution of consciousness. Following centuries-long drastic changes around life, this was sped up immensely. A violent collective trauma birthed humanity into its new form. What was once considered post-human and powers were now part of regular lives. Telepathy, healing through empathy, mood control, clairvoyance were the new human condition. The brain and mind perfectly aligned with the soul. This is how Simbit was constructed. The digital age reached a new peak. Technology infused with nature. Digital intertwined with botany and life forms. The infusion of CRISPR, stem cell therapy and digital technology allowed us to create a living network of technology. Scientists, engineers and creatives united to build a structure that harnessed Earth's power which made us a planetary civilization. Discovering how to harness the Milky Way's energy didn't fall short when everyone had one mission. Unlocking a multi-universal civilization. The tabs became the essential key to cracking the code. The tab resembled an LSD strip. It was engineered by scientists and psychics. They used stem cells of people who channeled strong auras to create the strips. Simbit's energy and technology were incorporated into the tabs. The trials began once they engineered a strip that could lock all the chemical compounds and energy without disintegrating. They never could have anticipated what happened during the trials. The effects of seeing other realities and moving in other dimensions for the first time didn't quite go easy on the delicate human mind. 
Some of the testers lost their minds. Some didn't come back. Some morphed into a subspecies after coming in contact with other species. Some kind of galaxy cross-contamination. It was apparent that thorough preparation and a warning were needed before the tabs rolled out. And people could choose between having a sitter or an exploration buddy for safety purposes. The universe is a wild place, full of exciting mysteries bursting with flavour. But even if we had evolved past our former essence, we are still human after all. So the preparation before sending everyone out on their adventures had to be immaculate. Always wear your second skin for space protection. Take as many breaks in between travelling as you need. Four realities per Earth month are recommended. Check in with your astral carer before and during travels. Record and capture as many sensations, feelings and as much information as you can about your exploration. After your travels, allocate three days with your astral carer to process what you've seen and experienced. They will also support you with documenting your experiences into the open source research study. Expect the unexpected, but most importantly, enjoy your existence within these realms. And that's exactly what I did. The first time, anyway. Swimming in a pool of galaxies, drifting through nebulae that felt like fairy dust, and watching life forms exist in realms I could never even have imagined was the ultimate climax of existence. My mind was blown away. Reality shattered into billions of pieces, endless possibilities of restructuring new realities from each one. I may have been light years away from Earth, but somehow it always felt like familiar ground. I was always exactly where I needed to be. Never too early, never too late. Simply there. It felt like a palette of colours swirling together, mixing effortlessly, creating colours and auras, frequencies and energies inexpressible with human language. Understanding the universe became simultaneously more bizarre and easier to understand the more I explored and discovered. It was like a puzzle set that kept adding new pieces to it, and just when you thought you were close to figuring out the shape, you found yourself at the first step. Talk about a mindfuck cyclone. It was exhausting. It was exhilarating. It was magnificent. It was like the recreational drugs on Earth were trying to mimic the sensations of the universe. The offerings of the universe weren't limited to what you could see. There were a plethora of senses awaiting to be perceived. The mind, body and soul unravelling into dust, becoming nothing, and then becoming one with the universe. Despite the infinite sublime intricacies out there, I kept finding myself visiting one planetary system. Frequently. Habitually. Almost too often. This place harboured peculiar life forms. 
an extraordinary ecosystem, and the most pleasant human-like species. The system consisted of three exoplanets and 84 moons. All habitable, the people visited their neighbouring planets and moons at different stages of their life and soul cycles. There wasn't any technology or machinery here, nothing like gadgets or hardware. People channeled their energies and thoughts to communicate. They travelled by teleportation. They used the ecosystem for medicine. The energy in the system was so powerful it had its aura surrounding its gravitational pull. Kind of like the northern lights on Earth. It was magical. But this isn't what drew me here, no. The vitality may have been strong, but there was another energy source pulling me towards itself. I could feel it within my core, the magnetic force playing like a melody through my body. Naturally, I set out to find the source. I'd never felt this way before. I was terrified and excited. What could it be? One of the natives accompanied me to the moons. They guided me through the channels and showed me how to access the passages. Just as I was beginning to think, the sensation may be a side effect of the overabundance of energies. The jittery force settled. And then I saw the source. The most beautiful entity I had ever laid my eyes on. How could I even approach someone who resembled nothing less than a deity? They were staring straight at me as if they felt my presence too. Overwhelmed with emotion, I was unsure of what to say. Speechless, I tried to remember words. Words! I needed those right now! How do I even begin to explain myself? Mumbling gibberish and laughing nervously is all I could manage. They laughed along with me. Reassuringly, they settled their hand on my shoulder and gently squeezed it. It's good to finally meet, isn't it? They whispered. I let out a big sigh of relief. We held each other for hours. Our bodies tangled up perfectly. Time stopped, or we became time. I'm not sure. Either way, it was as if our souls blended and were dancing under the stars. Out of everything I'd seen and discovered on my travels, this was my absolute favourite. Nothing compared to the touch of their body against mine. Their voice sounded like ancient magic, bewitching me with every word they gracefully sang through their lips. In my short breath in the absurdity of existence, I'd unfailingly found a way to escape my surroundings consistently moved on to the next venture, searching for the next project, destination, distraction, in a rush to be anywhere but present. I was comfortable with not knowing myself and not listening to myself. When every inch of your core hurts, when your essence is sore, you find yourself chasing chemical compounds or putting your mind and body through sensations just so you don't have to feel that feeling. You know the one? That present feeling, mindfulness or whatever it's called. 
I'd grown accustomed to surrounding myself with lots of pretty faces and lovely souls. It made it easier to blend in, camouflage into the crowd, drown out your voice in the laughter around you, submerged in the enthralling life stories of your companions, seeing life through different lenses, always learning something new about someone, somewhere, something. It was thrilling. But at the end of the night, when everyone left, you drowned in your loneliness. A heavy heart accompanied by the deafening sound of absence. The only warmth you felt was through the tens of candles sparkling in the room. Such a charming picture with a melancholy tone. Contrarily, something shifted when I met this divine entity. Their voice and thoughts resonated through me. An essence that was so powerful, it warmed me up to the core. I never wanted this feeling to end. Had I met my purpose in life? Is this what a soulmate is? Adrenaline rushed through my veins with every word they spoke and movement they made. Running my fingers across their body was like discovering a new universe. When they touched me, it was like a lightning bolt struck down my spine and gave me life, rebirthed into existence. You should get back soon, they said in a smile. Indeed, I'd put off leaving because I didn't know when we would meet again. Time apart felt like a lifetime. Time moves on, but I'll be here. And remember, I'm always with you. As they caressed my hand, I took in their beauty one more time. Their radiance never failed to dazzle, even after all this time. You're right. And in every reunion, it's as if we never left each other. Time sets into its own zone when we're together. I may not understand it, and there isn't a feeling quite like it. They chuckled. We are one, after all. You and I are made of the same stardust. I am you and you are me. Your words are like poetry. You could say it's like poetry. You're listening, but can you hear the meaning? Don't just look at me, see me. They placed my hand over their heart and placed theirs over mine. We were perfectly in sync. Do you see now? We are one. We are one as in soulmates, twin flames, or what kind of love and connection is this? They stroked my cheek and began explaining how this planetary system is a pure energy field. What people experience here is a reflection and discovery of themselves. Our essence is scattered across the universe, and part of my interstellar dust happens to reside here. Self-discovery and self-transcendence. We are one. My focus was distracted by an interfering ringing noise. I couldn't shake the feeling of slowly slipping away, losing sight. Ears pounding, my efforts at voicing my discomfort were becoming extremely difficult. My words were stuck in my throat, almost suffocating me. Not now, please, we only need a few more minutes. As I gasped for air, I watched reality dissolve around me. 
This isn't fair. I never get enough time. I'm so sick of being confined to time. I saw the bright light and took a deep breath. My astral carer was sitting next to me, holding a glass of water. How was it? She asked. I need to get back. I must get back. I kept repeating myself, frantically searching for the tabs that arrived a few days ago. ending. I saw the bright light and took a deep breath. My friends were sitting next to me, holding a glass of water. How was it? They asked with anticipation and a look of excitement in their eyes. No, uh, this can't be happening. I need to get back. I must get back. I kept repeating myself. Take me back there. The mood in the room shifted quickly when I couldn't contain my tears any longer. My friend held me tight and ushered calming words. It's all right. We're here for you. I wasn't crying because I was sad. I was crying from the profound experience. The profound appreciation of feeling at home within this body vessel. <laughs> 